0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. After 213 days, TBR's Pick'em Podcast makes its great return for week one. Of the 2021 NFL season. I'm here. Brendan's here. No surprise there. It's the usual crew. We were awesome last year at doing this. I certainly was better. I know that for a fact. I remember hounding Brendan to try to get him to post the graphic that showed the I won pick 'em, and it never happened. So let the record show that I won pick 'em last year, and I plan on winning again. Brendan? you've been in college now for like a week and a half how, how's the experience like how is oh, it this
1: yeah it's good um, it, it, it's good uh, I'd be lying if I said I don't miss this um, which I do and I have granted I've missed this since February 7th 2021 where you know we built this company off of football literally and last year especially the pickups became like our bread and fucking butter for the whole year and we we were money like there was a stretch there we we just couldn't miss a game so uh yeah good to be back experience down here you know is what it is like i said on the last show with you everything is everything that's my new favorite phrase thank you to wiffle ball teammate ryan tarmy for teaching me that everything is everything um, it's good. I'm I'm ready to get back into the realm of content. When I first came down, I was texting Seth, and I was like, I'm just ready to I'm just ready to hit go on trivia, on pickems, on you know everything. So I'm I'm glad that we're back. I've got my card all ready to go for week one, ready to win some money. Um, and yeah, that's about it. The only thing that I do miss is um, the streams. That's the one thing that I can't do down here, and I miss it like crazy. Like I didn't think I was going to, when I when I logged off for the last time and I took the fucking sombrero off and the bandana and the sunglasses and like took the jersey off. I like it is. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, I I didn't think I was like you know what I can I can do without this for a while because like it's a production. People don't understand how much goes into it. But as soon as I walked away from the game, I just miss it. So it's got to come back. I don't know where my next. Uh, landing spot is going to be. Um, I, I think I can confidently rule out coming back. I think.
0: Well, what what other uh, what other conferences are left? Like where where Pac-12, else do you need to go? ACC. So what are we are we looking at? I mean, my votes for I would like to see uh, a UCLA for the fact, because okay. I think it'd be weird because UCLA, like, we don't think UCLA and football in the same sentence all that often. Like, I feel like UCLA yeah. is much more of a basketball school. We did so, that. that's my vote there. Um, I'm trying to think. ACC schools. ACC, like, the only I'm, ones not, I can... I'm not going to Clemson. Okay. It'd be, you know, for, from a Homer standpoint, it'd be interesting to see you do, like, BC. Um, that would be, but, be cool like, that's that literally...
1: Literally... do some good content with that.
0: Yeah, and then it'd be interesting to see. I, I guess like North Carolina is probably the only other one that I can really m- like think of off the top of my head.
1: Miami, FSU, those would be those
0: would be all right. Yeah, Miami and FSU are less so. But shout out to FSU whatever, for missing another field goal at the end Anything. of the game.
1: <laughs> Literally, we. I mean, I think I've proven it that everything I've touched in in the streaming season and the streaming career has turned to gold so i think i could i could choose bottom of the barrel acc bottom of the barrel pac 12 and and we could really you know we could really see where this thing goes but yeah i don't know when it's going to come back i can't do it down here i just know for a fact that i can't and it wouldn't be the same even if i did um so it's going to be when i'm home probably november december probably I don't know. Speaking of, before we get into the Pick'em podcast, two like points of interest. Uh, well, three. One, thank you to our good friend Antonio Brown for the the plug today. Um, for those of you who saw the video, it was electric. Um, I was psyched that we were able to get that in the time manner that we did. Antonio Brown, if you've been listening to this show since like the very beginning as a friend of the program, we've communicated with him on several occasions. Uh, we've always been fans of his. I've always been a supporter of his even through all the BS that he puts himself through. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, I, I like him a lot. I, he gets a lot of hate, but I like him a lot, and I think he was the perfect person to announce the return of the pick season, so thank you to him for doing that. I know he's listening, so yeah, thank
0: you thank <laughs> him for that. Yeah, AB uh, is no- <laughs> definitely preparing for his Thursday night football, or I guess technically by the time this is out, he won't be preparing for his Thursday night football, depending on Well, actually, no, if it goes out tonight, who knows? Maybe this is what pumps him up in the morning, is listening to us pick the NFL slate.
1: It is. I mean, when we first shot him that DM and he responded, like, I just knew there was an instant connection. You know when you feel that with someone, it's just, like, (laughs) we're vibing? That was me and him. Like, I just instantly knew that he was a fan of mine, and he has continued to be a loyal supporter ever since. That was almost three years ago now. Um, Has it really been that it has been. We've been around for a solid minute. You don't even like think about it like that, but we have. It's almost 2022, which is crazy. Um, I don't even want to think about that. now. The three-year anniversary is coming up. Episode 100 is coming up. We've got a lot of big milestones. Speaking of big milestones, two items on the agenda in terms of things to look out for content-wise. TBR Bowl 2 is on the books officially for this year, so it's happening. And I let's hope try that not. this year you will play. <laughs> <laughs> let's try not to have what happened last year happen again this year. Which I don't think it scientifically can happen again. But who knows? Let's just let's just hope. I'm assuming that you're going to play. I'm assuming that is going to play. So. I would
0: I would love to play if I'm cleared to. I mean, obviously it's going to be in the you know. We'll have to see what's going on with my shoulder, but I plan on right. playing. Like. Right now, my it's no
1: contact is- either. It's nothing like crazy. You can- you, you will you will
0: be an issue. Point. Would be more catching above my head, but I don't really see that being an issue. To be honest, yeah. I mean, at that point, like
1: you could be a little
0: about- Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just so like, I'm excited for that. Record. Like that was that was actually really fun last year. Um, and it was good content too. Things that I would do better, obviously, this go around, which we will do better, obviously, this go around in terms of just the production side of it, but it is hard when you're doing both, when, like, I have to focus on, like, actually being in front of the camera and then, like, Brownie up in the stands working the camera, and I don't have a thousand percent faith in him. I was, no was going to
0: say, I'm really <laughs> trusting Brownie for that. No,
1: so, like, this year, like, I think more effort is going to go into the production side of it, but the actual, like, experience, it's, it's you know, it's corny to say, but one of the better experiences of my life that was it was tons of fun um really one of the only times where we had everybody who has like worked for the company works for currently company, or like contributed to content in any way in one setting together like putting on this like mega you know production so that was really cool i had tons of fun like we always look back on that like that was a great time we're gonna try and replicate it again, even better this year. So I'm excited for that. So I mean, that's way down the road, but this is just to put it on everybody's radars. And then Michael and I were talking about doing a roller hockey game. So <laughs> if, we if, if I bikes. could
0: skate on on roller blades, I absolutely would participate. Or
1: street, or you know, just street hockey in general with no blades. That properly. I'm able
0: to participate in.
1: But Michael's, we Michael and Vito have been wanting hockey content in terms of like original hockey content for a while now and it's it's hard to do because you know not everybody knows how to skate so this would be like a nice hybrid for that but i don't know that that may also be happening all right that's all from me in terms of things to look out for so yeah you want to get going
0: yeah all right we got i mean we're not you guys know the drill we're only the sunday games when it comes to pick them normally that's because we would record this at like 9 a.m. on Sunday and ha- or like 10 or whatever, and then it ended up being like a two-and-a-half-hour show, and we'd end up running right up to the start of the football slate, which was perfect, yeah. right, because then you just flip on the game. But uh, it, it kind of happened just like by chance. That yeah, we, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do in that games.
1: awkward hour now from like when I wake up on Sunday morning to 1 p.m., because it would always be get yeah. up, run and grab breakfast, run back to the house so that we could make the call in time. The well, I mean, and then go into the games.
0: The, the real solution, to be honest with you, would have just been to, like, go to school on the West Coast.
1: Yeah, we're, we're,
0: <laughs> I, I think I'm in too deep at this point. <laughs> 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 Not that I'm suggesting that. I'm just saying, like, the easiest way to get through that, you know, issue of having to wake up and wait is, you know, live somewhere where, you know, you get up at 10 a.m. and all of a sudden the games are starting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to run this based off of what I'm seeing on my screen, which is the NFL.com schedule. Uh, okay. so can I, can game, I say
1: something before we go in? Absolutely. I just want to say that yes, you ended with a better record last year at the end of the season, which means I'm better at pick em. But <laughs> this I am, and I'm kind of on a cold streak right now in terms of my predictions, But I just wanted to everybody who last year I won money for and I lost money for, I hope you're still with me this year. I know a lot of fans faded me last year. And if that was you, fine. Whatever you can do as you please. I don't care if you follow, if you fade, if whatever. I don't care. But I'm just putting it out there now for the thousands of people who were commenting on our Instagram saying that we didn't know shit about football, that we couldn't predict games, that, that we don't watch football. Just like, this is the start. You know what I'm saying? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. This is the start. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Good y- luck, y- Sam, If fans always. are
0: smart, they, they good luck to you as well. Brandon. Yeah. It's, it's always a fun time, time,
1: time that we do this every week. And the records got a little murky last year. Two graphics a week. Pre-Sunday, post-Sunday. We will know 24-7 where we stand. It'll be a lot cleaner this year. And good luck. That's all I have to say. Let's have a fun 21 weeks. 20 weeks. 21 weeks, 20 games. 20 weeks of games. I didn't say that right. 17-game schedule, 18 weeks of 17 games.
0: Then playoffs. It's. 18 weeks of 17 games, then there's wildcard division championships. That's another three, so that's 21 weeks. Then you have the Pro Bowl, which we don't count, and then the Super 20, Bowl. So 20, really, 20, it's 20. like... Twi- yeah. 22 weeks. Or 23. 22, right? Well, 22. It, it, it's an 18-week regular season, and then three weeks of playoffs, Then a, so that's 21, then an extra week of... For the Pro Bowl and then the Super Bowl, so it's twenty three. Okay, twenty three. Yeah. yeah, okay.
1: Twenty three weeks. It's week one. Let's let's rock. That's really all I have to say. If you're fading me, go to hell.
0: <laughs> the smart fans know to fade me early in the pick'em, and then slowly as yeah. I turn it around later. <laughs> like I'm always tough in the first couple of weeks. It's going to be just how it goes. Goes. That's how I am with everything, our man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like dude, ke- like chemistry in high school. I was terrible at the start of the year, and then as the year went on, I did the opposite of everyone else. Where everyone else started really good and then got progressively worse, I started really bad and got progressively better. That's just how I am in everything. I always suck when I start, and then I get better as it goes.
1: This is how I like to describe my pacing. Like, so, week one, I start. I do I start apologize having some internet issues. That's fine. Uh, I was just gonna say that this is how I describe my pace is i start strong i'm strong in the middle and i finish strong so like none of you're like oh like give it a couple weeks bullshit it's just on 24 7 so yeah go for it
0: all right week one jacksonville at houston literally could not the have picked a game. worse game like this is terrible. We know that Tyrod that. Taylor <laughs> We know that Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans, which doesn't bode well for Deshaun Watson and whatever alleged legal case. Like at this point, I don't even believe that it's going to court. It's been so long since we heard the original like accusations, and that's not me saying that like I think that any of the accusations are false. I just don't believe that anything's going to come out of this. Because I feel like if there was something to come out of this, it would have happened by now.
1: I also don't think he's going to play
0: at all this year. I'd be sur- Honestly, I'd be surprised if he does at this point. W- if he got named the starter, obviously he was going to play, and I think he would have played the whole season if he got named starter week one. But now I think there's no chance, which kind of ruins but, the quarterback predictions that we had done because we assumed that he was going to be the starting quarterback. But <laughs> Yeah, that would have changed everything. But I mean, it was at that I mean, time,
1: because Cam Newton's not in there either.
0: Right, yeah, Cam's not starting either, which is that's an, yeah, we had another June story. We had Drew and Teddy Bridget. Yeah, so a lot of things changed and stuff. All right, so week one, Jacksonville at Houston. I've got Jacksonville. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to end up winning his first regular season game in the NFL extending his streak of not losing a regular season game since he was like six so good for him honestly like i I just think that jacksonville is a little bit more of a complete team like their defense i think could use some work like they definitely lost some pieces this year but i don't think it's that horrendous and i think that they're on from the offensive side of the ball obviously like we don't really know what we're gonna get from Trevor Lawrence, but you know, we assume that he's gonna be pretty solid. I think their wide receivers like aren't great, but they aren't terrible, and then James Robinson's a pretty solid running back. And then you look at Houston, while well, they're starting Tyrod Taylor, as much as I love Tyrod Taylor and think he got screwed last year. I don't see him being able to lead that offense, especially with their number one option. Uh, being suspended, or is he gone from... Is Will Fuller still on the Texans, or did he sign with the Dolphins to ride out the end of his suspension? I I do not think he's with the Texans anymore. I heard... Was it Ravens? I... I... I want... It's either the Dolphins... No, it's Dolphins. It's Dolphins. um, But, yeah, so, like, you lost your number one receiving option. You really don't have trustworthy running backs. So... You know, I and their defense is nothing to you know it, nothing to write home about. So I think it's pretty clear Jacksonville here.
1: Yeah, we're in agreement on this one. Jacksonville all the way in my opinion, not really any doubt in my mind. Trevor Lawrence probably one of the most athletic recruits, not just at that position, but in the NFL for twenty plus years. And I'm not big on riding players' coattails coming out of college like that, but he's he's just a, he's a different type of player. His throwing mechanics are excellent. Uh, he can sling the ball. He's got a great arm. He's got a great sense of the game. I think he's going to be a, a really strong component for them for years to come. I don't think it's going to affect their ability to make the playoffs. A lot of people think that they're like a wild card to make the playoffs this year. I don't see it in year one for them, but with him on uh, their center, uh, they're going to win this game. Houston is in shambles right now. They're abysmal. So you've got Watson in his legal situation. You've got Watson in his legal situation. Watson in his trade request situation. The fact that you lost probably one of the most influential defensive players who was your defensive captain in the off season. You lost I completely arguably, forgot about that too. Arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game the season prior, you have no running game at all. And you you have who was a player who was at one time considered the number one running back in the league now serving in a committee for your team you just got rid of bradley Roby, who was one of the stronger quarterbacks in the game you have nothing your coach was fired and coach is in college now it, Is romeo crumell still their coach or whatever his name is the interim guy
0: he might be. I'm not 100% he sure on that. He, he's a just, decent coach. Like, I mean, he, I, I don't think he's bottom of the pack. He's not, I, like, I don't know that he's top 10, but. it's No, God, no, it's not top 10. Um,
1: it's just Jacksonville all the way. Houston could play any team in the league, and I'd pick against them. Jacksonville is my pick. Um, I also would take them against the spread, minus three, and this game's hitting me under. There's, there's zero chance it goes over. These these two offense... Like, between Jacksonville, we don't know what we're going to get with their offense, and Houston, they'll have an offense. 45 and a hook is a lot of points to make up between these two teams. I would hammer that under. Even though life's way too short to do that, hammer it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think... I'm pulling up to see what I have the under at, which is not going to ever show up. It's wonderful. Um... Yeah, like, I've got it 45-and-a-half.
1: 45 and a hook for most folks, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That but, yeah, Jack- Jacksonville, Jacksonville's my pick. Um, I, again, like I said, any team that's playing against the Houston Texans this year, I think they're favorites.
0: It's fair. Um, all right, moving on to game two. Chargers-Washington. I think this game's a little bit more competitive than the game before it i'm fairly confident in my pick um i'm going with the football team um i think them being at home for me is a um big factor um you know it's gonna be interesting to see from a quarterbacking standpoint how that team goes but i think that you know they showed last year, especially, and defensively, I think they only are going to get better, right? Like, they have so much young talent that's just going to be better than they were last year. And so, to me, I think that's going to be, you know, and to me, the Chargers got worse. Sorry, excuse me. Um, Bless you. So, I'm definitely taking Washington in this game. I don't know that I would take I don't even know that I would look at the over/under because I feel like this is a game that could end up being like 35 to 28, or it could be a game that ends up like 21 to 14. Like I don't. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. Washington, uh, it's defense for me. That, that that's really it. Um, there also Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback is always an early season kind of quarterback. Uh, Played yes. really well in the first few weeks. Just career history. Uh, I said this in the off season when we were, you know, projecting the season, taking a look at it. That I think that the Los Angeles Chargers do one thing really well, and it's they lose games really well. Uh, <laughs> and this seems like a game that they're going to lose. It's it's so close on the on the line that it's a pick 'em. Um, so there is no spread to be covered. Uh, so I'm taking Washington uh as my pick and if you know if you're looking to do point spread betting then washington pick them and you said you didn't want to look at the under but i would hammer the under in this game too again it's like you kind of said it early on it's a it's a weirdly competitive game between two teams that are not necessarily all that competitive in the grand scheme of things but they, but they they are evenly matched on paper with each other, and I think it's going to be a very good game, and it's going to be a competitive game to watch, and you've got some, you've got some big names that are playing in this game that can kind of draw it. Um, but I think it's Washington. It's their defense. Their defense is really good. Uh, the comment section told us that this, this summer, that Washington's defense it, it, is <laughs> well, a force to
0: be reckoned with. So <laughs> to, to be fair, some people said that it was good. Others cough, Others, cough, yeah. uh, red, white, and blue, uh Potentially in a New York team, um, said that they sucked because they didn't have a single double digit sack guy. Because double digit sack guys are all we care about when we're talking about good defenses. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, their defense stellar. Some of the great young talent in the game in Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Um, moving on, this game I think is really quick and easy to talk about. Seattle at Indianapolis. I think Seattle in a blowout. They're favored minus two and a half. I would hammer that. Yep. Uh, I,
1: I'm right there with you. Carson Wentz was announced as the starter today, and I think that just further uh, strengthens my pick in Seattle. The, the Colts are not winning this game, uh, and I'm going to relish watching the Indianapolis Colts lose this game uh, solely just because of some of those Colts fans that were coming after us in the offseason. Uh, so Seattle's going to win this game. Uh, I've got the over uh, because I do think that the Colts offense is like sneaky good at putting up points. Uh, they're not necessarily all that good at winning games. I think defense is a weakness for them. But over 50 between the offense that we know Seattle has and, you know, the offense that Indianapolis could potentially have. I could see this being a blowout that hits the over. Like a like a four forty 40 to 14 game or something like that over 50 I think is definitely a reachable um point total but I've got Seattle it's, there's just no question about that
0: fair enough all right next game a little bit tougher to pick Jets at Carolina my this was tougher. Gun, to this is a tougher one to pick well obviously it's tougher than Seattle and Indianapolis like, in that sense. But I also think this is a tough game to pick just because I have zero faith in either teams. <laughs> like, I would be surprised if either one of these teams won more than four games. I'm like, what I'm split between here is we've got Sam Darnold, who sucked ass with the Jets for the past, what, four years, whatever, three years. I don't know how long he's been in the league. Um, With a team where he's basically got one offensive weapon and then Christian McCaffrey. I'm not an expert on the Carolina defense, so I couldn't tell you much about that. I feel like the Jets' defense isn't great, but isn't terrible either, and Sam Wilson could easily just somehow go off, but I also don't think that they really have offensive weapons. So my, I'm going to pick Carolina just because I think that, you know, being a home team here, like, is, you know, is really going to make a difference. I mean, the Jets are... a Big under, they're almost uh, plus two hundred, and I've got them at plus four and a half on uh, the spread. I would consider taking the Jets at plus four and a half. I wouldn't say it'll like throw a ton of money at that, but I, you know, I think this could be a game that's won by a field goal. But I definitely think Carolina wins.
1: Yeah. So the way the way you're putting it is the way that I the only way I see the Jets winning this game is if it's close. I'm picking Carolina, and I'm picking them to cover the spread too. I've got them at minus five. Um, I think that they cover that handily. Uh, you mentioned home field advantage. I was actually at that stadium this past weekend. It's huge. It like I I never experienced another NFL stadium like that before. You go to Gillette and you think Gillette's huge. This Bank of America Stadium is huge. Granted, they, well, they don't do sell football out different
0: down stands.
1: south. I know, but I'm just saying, like, wow, it was huge. So I just have, I think that definitely contributes to the outcome of this game. It it was definitely like, intimidating. If I were an opposing, if I was Zach Wilson coming from BYU, playing in my first uh, NFL game as a starting quarterback, I would be I would be intimidated by the environment that I'm coming into this Sunday. That being said, I think Carolina blows him out, and I don't think it's going to be on the shoulders of Sam Darnold either. Um, Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't think so either.
1: No. But there's one guy who who makes the biggest difference in the whole equation, and he unfortunately is your starting running back in fantasy this week against me.
0: Yes, sir. So, I actually I, I should set my fantasy lineup. Now that I'm thinking about that, you should. Yeah, you got, Well, you got a few days to do it. We don't record on Sunday anymore, <laughs> right? But I, it, Thursday counts for fantasy, so I oh, it's really right. It. Yeah, so, we have Thursday players. Shit. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, uh. Carolina by at least two touchdowns. Game's hit me over, too. 44 and a hook.
0: Nice. All right, next game, Minnesota at Cincinnati. I believe Joe Burrow is expected to be back. I don't know how much confidence I have in him week one. Um, I, that, that doesn't mean that I don't think he's going to be good all year long. I just don't know that week one you know, he's got it, right? It's, I think he's going to be a little bit ginger. He's going to be testing out that knee a little bit. Um, I also think that Minnesota is just a straight-up better football team. Uh, like, I don't I don't know how much debating there is on that. Like, they offensively have weapons at pretty much every spot other than Kirk Cousins, who's, like, he's not the worst quarterback I've ever seen. But oh, he's yeah, no, we learned that we did you know, the rankings, that he's actually better yeah. than we thought he was. Right. Yeah. Um, just, just, you know, there's we, no Pat Mahomes. So I would, you know, I I think Minnesota wins this pretty handily. I would take them minus three with a decent amount of confidence.
1: Yep, I'd hammer that spread. Um, The Vikings offense is just way too, way too fast for this Bengals defense, way too fast between Jefferson and Thielen. And then you throw Dalvin Cook into the equation. And then even um, they still have that backup running back, right? Madison, is he still there?
0: Maybe, I don't know. I'm not super familiar I believe he yes. I don't, that don't have a starting on that team.
1: they they kind of used them as a committee last year. Uh yeah, he's still there. Yeah. They use they used him and Cook as a committee. They're very similar players. Uh, which he, is funny
0: he, when you realize that Cook ran for almost you know well, technically he ran for more yards than anybody other than uh, Henry, right? So Right.
1: Yeah, he was second in the rushing
0: race. But this guy was like kinda like a
1: third down back um, came in like specialized scenarios. I I like their offense a lot. I like the way they run it. I wish that they had never gotten rid of Case Keenum because I think that they would have been in a Super Bowl. I mean, they came pretty damn close a few years ago when uh, they played the Eagles in the NFC Championship. Is Um, Case
0: Keenum still in the NFL? He
1: is, and we had this conversation not that long ago. He's a backup for like some... Of course he's a backup. Some well, obviously, yeah, but some like random team that like you'd never in a million years think. Rely on the Jets. It, it, was it Broncos? No, he was a starter. It, Browns, Cleveland Browns. Wow. I um, want to shoot bowl this year. Yeah, according to your bet that you made, like yeah, <laughs> they're going to have to. I, I, but, I uh, would. But yeah. Vikings covered the spread, minus three. I got the over again, 47.5. I think that there's definitely some points to be scored in this game. I don't know what we're going to get from Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, um, but I, I have faith in this Vikings offense, at least in week one. I don't want to go as far to say that I have faith in them to be like an NFC, whatever, or like playoff team, or, or wild
0: card, or anything like that. Fair enough. All right, next game game that I think is actually really, really tough to pick is Arizona at Tennessee. I've got a lot of faith in Tennessee this year. I think they're going to be really good. It'll be interesting to see how Julio and uh, A.J. Brown work together. Titans at home, minus 160. I've got Cardinals plus 140 right now. Spread is three points over under fifty two and a half. Um, I don't. I don't know that I would take anything other than. Honestly, I don't think I would bet on this game at all. Like, there's no reason. That, like, it's just I think it's gonna be such a close competitive game. Um, I think that I'm gonna give Tennessee the edge because they're at home. Like, and that's the yeah. I, hate, I, I, I think I these hate are two very well-matched teams two very good teams that i think you know tennessee i feel like is pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs this year and arizona i think is going to be either you know well i mean i think we said that they might win their division um but they're either going to win their division or they're going to be you know right at that wild card spot so i think they're going to be you know this could be a matchup of two teams that end up in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, Oh, I 100% agree with that. Uh, the reason I hate this game is because it is. because it is It's two teams that I think are identical to each other. Um, and I don't want to pick against or for either of these teams. Uh, I Arizona, I've said this last year, and I was right when they played the 49ers week one last year. They're a very good week one team. The year before, they were in like an overtime tie. The year after, they played a great game against San Francisco. Now we're here, and on paper, th- these teams are like... Neck and neck, dead evenly matched. So I hate the fact that I have to pick this game, and I feel like I'm going to pick it wrong, but I'm going to make the pick anyway. I'm following you against my better judgment. I'm going to say Tennessee is going to win this game, solely because I think that they they stacked up in the off season. And um, granted, we don't know what we're getting from Julio. We don't know how healthy Julio is. Um, we don't know how what their usage of him is going to be like. But the one thing that you do know with the titans that's been consistent now for years is that derrick henry is a fucking workhorse, and he's especially early on in the season good for at least a couple scores and like i said with Jameis, if you're putting points up i don't care how the rest of your game looks if, if you're not throwing to julio in week one and derrick henry scores three touchdowns don't give a fuck you're winning the football game so i've got tennessee winning the game um my spread pick is arizona plus three just because i think this game's gonna be so close um, that I, I think it should be a pick em on the line. I don't think either team should have an advantage on the um, point spread-wise, but Tennessee is favored by three, so I would take Arizona to cover just because I think it's going to be so, – like I could see this being a one-point game, literally, uh, one-to-two-point yeah. game. I think it's going to be so close. It's going to be a great football game to watch, and I've got the over. I think we're going to get a shootout um, over 52 points. I think it's definitely going to be an offensive, offensively-oriented game going to be tons of fun to watch and uh my pick is tennessee even though you really could go either way well i would stay away from betting on this game uh, as much as possible just because you could easily lose money on like a third down you know what i'm saying like this is one of those yeah. games that it's going to come down to just one play it's going to change the momentum of the entire game so if you're not looking to lose money this weekend i would if you, and you're looking to stay away from like a close game this would be the game to stay away from
0: so what sucks is neither one of us is going to end up being able to watch this game because you're going to end up getting the Jets Carolina game if you're watching the full thing on CBS. Um, and I'm, I I'm think not on I'm, table. Oh, so <laughs> you you won't watch the game regardless, but no, um, I'm like you'll see. Oh, okay. So I have every game. Oh, nice. See, that works out for you. I was, yeah. but I'm I don't I thought, know what game See I thought I'm about that before I came
1: down and I made sure that I bought the NFL package on yeah, no, no. my on the TV that I was bringing down so that I would be able to watch it.
0: See that was a good idea. Very smart. I am not sure like I I think I'm going to end up getting either the Buffalo Pit game or the I might end up with the Jets game. It's it's tough to tell because like you know they might try to show a division like a game where it's going to affect the division yeah. Uh, for like for our area, but who knows. All right, next game. I think this is the only game that I would I'm a thousand percent confident in my pick. <laughs> I think it's a one hundred percent lock that they win. It's San Francisco at Detroit. San Francisco's my uh minus seven and a half and minus three sixty-five money line. I think they win this game. I don't think it's close. I think that we might see the overhead in this game with Detroit barely getting double-digit points. Like, you, this could easily be, like, a 40-plus point game for the 49ers. I think Detroit is so ass that they're just going to get blown out of the water. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with the pick.
1: San Francisco, obviously. I mean, there's no way you can pick the Lions in this one, as much as we love the coach. Uh, You can't pick the Lions in this game You're going to see Trey Lance at some point in this game I'm treating this like a preseason game And I think the 49ers are too Where I think the second half is going to go to shit Um, I think that it's going to just open up They're going to be trying new things They're going to be resting the starters One of those games you kind of hate to see it Especially week one in football Because you want everything to be competitive And you want to get those moments Um, Yeah I mean it's San Francisco Francisco money line San Francisco to cover the spread I've got the under just because I think like, it's going to be a preseason game. I think the second half, the, the scoring is going to slow down for San Francisco. So I've got them like, you know, 20 to 30-point scores in the first half, and then they might shut it down in the second half. Uh, I think that's how bad it's going to get. Uh, you're going to see Trey Lance in this game for sure at some point, though. And that's going to be fun to watch, even though Jimmy G was game started, You're going to see Trey Lance, but 49ers in my pick. Yeah, great. Like those, the quick ones, the
0: easy yeah, ones to them. pick. I think this one's also an easy one to pick, but I wouldn't like I don't consider this one to be like a super duper lock just because who who knows right um but it's Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I think Buffalo's gonna win this one you know fairly easily like the score might not necessarily reflect that, but I don't think that they're gonna have a hard time winning this game. They're favored by six and a half points. I think they can cover that um. You know, like I, I, think they'll win by like seven, you know, something like that. You know, one touchdown. Um, but yeah, especially at home. Like I don't think there's any question that they win this game. They're, they're going to be one of the better teams in the AFC this year. We we spoke all of last year about how we think that the Pittsburgh TikTokers are a fake football team that got lucky with an easy schedule. They're frauds, and they won't pay TJ yeah. Watt. Pay T.J. Watt. hashtag Pay T.J. Watt. Come on now. Like, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, it's it's Buffalo for me. Um, one of, one of the best teams in the AFC coming into this year. Uh, Pittsburgh's a fraudulent team, like you said. They're fraudulent. Um, they like to put this in a very literal sense. They care way too much about their looks. Um, they're they're too flashy for me. They they're not all that good of a football team. Um, they're like a peacock, all feathers and no meat. So, Buffalo's <laughs> is that actual that saying? It's from The Office. I think. I think. I definitely remember that being. I, from the I
0: apologize for not watching The Office. Actually, I don't apologize for not watching The Office because I don't enjoy the show. But I apologize for not understanding the reference. Yeah, that's fine.
1: I think that is a saying, though. Uh, maybe it's not. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, this Pittsburgh team may look, you know, stacked on paper. Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, ben Roethlisberger, Najee Harris, you know, you have a lot of A-list names that aren't necessarily A-list players anymore. Juju Smith-Schuster came out really hot in the, in the beginning of his career, kind of, you know, tapered off. Um, Chase Claypool had one big game last year and kind of caught fire, and his name was popping up all over the place. Kind of the OBJ effect, where after he had that catch, he was catapulted into you know, a wide receiver category where maybe he didn't necessarily belong uh, at that time. Yes, I think OBJ is a very, very good receiver. But that's beside the point. I got Buffalo. I got him covering the spread, 6.5. I've actually got the under in this game, 48.5. The Bills don't score a lot of points. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, they don't love to score a ton of points. They don't run the score up on teams. And I think especially if this is a close game, um, like I said, I've got them winning by a touchdown, but I could see I think like twenty four seventeen, and that's not getting me the over. So under forty eight and a half.
0: All right, fair enough. All right, next game, Philadelphia at Atlanta. This is another one that I consider to be a tough one to pick in a sense, um, just because I think that the Eagles are going to struggle early in the season. I mean, I think that they're the going to end up third in their division. Um, but you also have to remember that Atlanta like just loves to get out to leads early in the season and then blow them. Eagles are plus three over 48 and plus 155. Falcons are minus 180. I think I would take Eagles spread, but I don't know that I would take a money line. I think I'm going to... Um, I think I'll pick the Eagles just because I think that Jalen Hurts has the ability to just kinda like show out week one randomly for no reason. Um so I'll I'll take the Eagles. I would not put money on them just because I don't know early in the season either one of these teams is gonna be all that, you know, easy to predict. This is this is this is a turn of events.
1: We've come a long yes, way. This
0: is gonna be funny.
1: This is this is hilarious to me, because I went to fucking bat for the Philadelphia Eagles all offseason, and I still do, and I and I said they were they, they had a good chance to win the NFCs, and I said that they were going to be a nine to ten win team, um, but I think they're going to lose this game. Uh, if 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 each week we had like a a veto of a game where we could vacate one pick, that. Like we didn't want to pick that game. It's this game for me, because contrary to the Tennessee Arizona game, these are two teams that are not all that good. That are so all not all not that good, not all that good. That it, they're actually offset each other, and it makes it a competitive game. the The reason the Eagles would win this game is because of Jalen Hurts, and the only reason I'm picking Atlanta is because I think that they're going to get it done at home, and. Matt Ryan, he lost Julio, but he gained Kyle Pitts. He's a long ball thrower, especially early in the season, and especially when he's playing on his home turf. He loves to sling the ball. No, the Falcons are not going to win a lot of games this year, but I think this is one that they are going to win. So we have our first discrepancy. I'm going to take the Falcons. I would take Eagles against the spread, plus three and a half. And I'd take the over, over forty-eight. I think we actually might get a pretty good offensive showing. I could see this one being like, I don't know, thirty-plus points for both teams, maybe. Um, but I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna fade you and take Atlanta. Fair enough. Solid reasoning behind it. I think that Atlanta just doesn't have any weapons anymore. As much as like Kyle Pitts seems like he could be really solid. And as much as Calvin Ridley is, like, a really solid wide receiver, I don't think that they have enough. Like, I think without Julio, they're kind of screwed. Um, all right, so that was the last game of the 1 p.m. slate. On to the afternoon – well, I guess mid, these are all afternoon, but, like, the, the mid-afternoon slate. Uh First game I've got here is Cleveland at Kansas City. The Browns are – Plus 225, Kansas City's minus 280, over 54.5, Chiefs favored by 5.5 points. I'm taking Browns' money line and spread. I've got them to win the game. They're my pick. I love it. I think that they should have beat the Chiefs in the playoffs last year, and I think that they're going to show up and show out week one this year, just like as a revenge game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was, a lot of people think that this is a, a Browns revenge game because of what happened in that AFC Divisional last year. Uh, and in a sense, I, kind of, I I agree. I think that should be the mentality for the Cleveland Browns. But I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, I think it's too early in the season for the Browns to to take a win away from the Chiefs. I think it's a really good spot for Kansas City to win. Um I think the Browns are going to win the division in the long run. They're going to have a better record, or at least a, a, a rivaling record, a competing record with the Kansas City Chiefs. But I think this is this is Kansas City's game to win. Uh, so I'm taking Kansas City. Browns against the spread, though, plus six. I think that's that's a lock. I think this is going to be a really close game. Um, I, I could see 27-24 potentially. Um, but I would also take that over. 50, 54 on a hook, a lot of points to be had between these two teams great offenses, two great football organizations at, at this time in NFL history. I'm taking Kansas City, though. And I'm shocked you're taking the Browns, by the way. I thought you were going to go Chiefs. So that, well, that so shocking?
0: The, the Browns, for me, are a sentimental pick because they're the first, like, bet that I placed that one. I, I got them uh plus whatever 200 and something against the Steelers um, in the wild card round of the playoffs last year. Like that was the first bet that I had. Um, well, the first bet I placed was at Carp's house, but this was like the first bet I like placed on my own um, yeah. and it hit. So like Browns for me are a sentimental pick always will be. Um, so that's kind of, they're getting a little bit of the edge on that. But I also think they're a really good football team. Like, they are. you know, they're yeah, going to be the, an underrated. Is, I think
1: this is the best game of the weekend.
0: Oh, absolutely. put that out
1: there. Yeah, best game. Two, two elite teams playing against each other. In like, and the story is there, too. Like The they, the Browns got screwed over last year in the playoffs, and this is like the revenge game. So this is going to be a great football game. I just think the Chiefs are going to get the better of it in the end.
0: Definitely. I think that's fair. All right, moving on to the next game. I think this game also is a candidate for best game of the week, uh, but it's also a candidate for the worst game of the week. Green Bay at New Orleans. I'm taking Green Bay. They're minus 200. They're minus 3.5. I would take them minus 3.5. And and over 49.5. I like the over in this game. I think the Packers are easily going to win this game. I thought that they were going to be a 14-plus win team this year. You think that New Orleans is going to be a 14-plus win team this year. I just don't. We don't know what we're going to see out of Jameis yet. And I, th- I have faith in him as a starting quarterback to get them 11-plus wins, but I don't know they're going to be able to do it against a team that I think is probably the favorite to come out of the NFC right now as far as, you know, Super Bowl goes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a tough spot for
1: Jameis to start his season as QB1 in New Orleans playing against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and the Green Bay Packers, especially in the season that they're slated to have. I think any team standing in Green Bay's way this year, I feel sorry for them. Um, I think that they're going to show out uh, because we all know that this is it for Aaron Rodgers. We all know that this is probably it for Devontae Adams too. Um, And a lot of people have a theory that they're going to tank the season. I think the complete opposite. I think they're going to go out with a bang uh, and they're just going to put on a clinic, the two of them, even if it's just those two. And you got help from Aaron Jones too. You got help from Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, You got help from the defense. You got help from uh, this Green Bay team is, is scary this year. I think seventeen and zero is a realistic possibility. We both said they're going to be fourteen plus wins. I say sixteen and one or seventeen zero. They're going to win this game. They're going to cover the spread. Game's hitting the over. Um, doesn't matter that this game. It's not even being played in New Orleans, so there is no home field advantage. So that's, uh, just,
0: that's that is a fair point. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't even it doesn't matter. It actually hurts the Saints that they're not playing in the Superdome. So. Um, Green Bay. That's it. Green Bay's the team of the year for me. That they they are heavy favorites in every
0: game. I think so. I've got Green Bay in everything. All right. Next game, probably the hardest emotionally for us to pick: Denver at the Giants. So we're torn because, as you all know from our wins prediction, we hate fan bases of both of these teams. I happen to like Teddy Bridgewater. And for, for that reason, and that reason only, I'm taking the Broncos to win this game. Yep. I think he's going to be a really solid quarterback this year. I mean, like, I don't think he's going to be a super, super Bowl, you know, caliber or MVP caliber. Um, but I do think that he's going to be able to win them a lot of games. Um, so I'm going to take Denver to win this game. They are favorite sixty by- is at 42
1: yeah um, Teddy Bridgewater won the Carolina Panthers a handful of games last year single-handedly in my opinion uh, it, it definitely helps them that they have him starting at quarterback and not Drew Locke in my opinion I don't think it would matter for this game I think the Broncos are the better team they're the lesser of two evils in my opinion because again we're at odds with both fan bases right now as, as the host of this podcast but I think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see how Daniel Jones throws the football. And uh, that video that we put on our TikTok alone would make me want to pick against the New York Giants in every single game that they're playing. Right. So, uh, it's a Absolutely. sentimental pick for sure. It's definitely emotionally charged because of everything that happened this, this past off season with the posts that we put out and the interactions that we had with the New York Giants fan base and the Denver Broncos fan base. But... You know, reading between the lines, the Broncos are the better team in my opinion, and they're going to win this game. So I've got Broncos as my pick. Uh, I got them covering that three point spread, and I've got the under forty two. Under forty two. I don't think it's going to sniff it. To be honest with you, I, I this game screams like thirteen to seven or thirteen to ten to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be the Broncos is... like hanging on by the skin of their teeth to win this game.
0: I I really hope that I end up getting. The Well, it doesn't matter which game I get because I'm not going to watch either one. But I hope that the Fox game that I get is Green Bay, New Orleans and not Denver Giants. It's just going to be awful um, if I end up getting that one. Uh, but moving on to probably our personal most anticipated game of the week, Miami at New England. Mac Jones is the quarterback of the future and the present. For the New England Patriots, he is the starting quarterback. They cut Cam Newton for reasons that were never disclosed to the public. We miss you, Cam. We were excited to see what you're going to do this year. We made that very clear. Um, I, I'd be lying if I said that I was confident in Mac Jones. I like. I think that he could absolutely turn out to be a very good quarterback in the NFL and have the Patriots win a lot of games. My one issue is that I am not a big fan of rookie quarterbacks, and we know that Bill Belichick is not a big fan of rookie quarterbacks either. But I trust Bill Belichick to know what quarterback is the best quarterback for his team. And so if he decided that Mac Jones, for whatever reason, was the better quarterback for this team, I trust Bill to pick the right quarterback So I'm taking Patriots minus 180. I'm going to take them minus three on the spread. And I think I'm going to take the under on this game. I think Mac Jones is going to have some first game jitters, and I think that Miami's offense is trash, and therefore I will take the under.
1: Okay. Uh, I got the Patriots in this game. Uh, there, there's just no way I know you had your weird little like method of kicking against the Patriots whatever. Which
0: if they lose this week I will go back to
1: that. Um, Miami always plays us well, but the Patriots also always play week one well. Um and obviously there are scenarios in certain years that you can point to where we did not win week one, but uh this is back to back years now, I believe, where we've played Miami, not to start the season out, but just Because it was the second game of the year last year, I believe, um, that we played Miami. But we always play them early on in the year, and uh, and it always ends up in a win for the Patriots. So I think the trend's going to continue this year. Well, other than when
0: we won the Super Bowl in 2015? 2014 Week 1, they lost to the Dolphins. I remember it clearly because I was in a hospital bed having torn my ACL like two hours prior.
1: wouldn't be a TBR podcast without the ACL being brought
0: up. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, dude, that is the... Other than the David Tyree helmet catch, there is no NFL memory that is more like negatively imprinted on my brain than the Patriots getting blown out week one. Against the Dolphins in 2014 Because I was already miserable Because my knee was the size of a fucking basketball And then all of a sudden we got blown out by the Dolphins Of all teams Yeah
1: yeah, um, But I've got, I've got New England I think, it's, I think it's a good spot for them to win I don't think it's going to be the cleanest of games Offensively or defensively for that um, But I think Patriots win the game I think they cover the three point spread I've actually got the over for some reason um, I don't know why but I think it's going to, like, sneakily hit the over by, like, a point. Um, it's 43 and a hook in my book. Um, so I'm taking the over. Again, that doesn't really count for the pickings. I'm just trying to give all of you betting advice while I do that. Uh, but Patriots are my pick for this game. I mean, it's I can't not pick against them. You know, everybody knows that. I made that clear last year. But I do genuinely believe they're going to win this game. Too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have picked them if I didn't think they were genuinely, you know, Win this game. Yeah, and you uh-huh. see, I picked
1: against the Patriots before the Ravens last year, and they ended up winning the fucking game. The one week I pick against the Patriots, they win. So <laughs>
0: yeah, the one week you pick the Ravens too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> L- lucky for you, you don't have to worry about th- that. Yeah, this week on Monday. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, moving on. One point, last right? game. Yeah. Last game of the schedule. Rams Bears. Rams are home. They're favored by seven and a half. The over-under is 46 and a half, and they are minus 425 money line. We both said that we're not sure about the Rams this year, you know, given a lot of injuries. You know, Cam Akers, I think, was a big blow for them, him going down. But they have a great defense. They still have weapons around Matt Stafford, even if you don't think that Matt Stafford's the greatest quarterback for that team. So I'm going to take them in this game. I think you'd be crazy to take the Bears in this game, especially with Andy Dalton starting. But even as I say that, I 100% agree with the decision to start Andy Dalton. Like, I think that you start him for a while. You have Justin Fields sit. It just makes sense to have your rookie quarterback sit. We keep on seeing it time and time and again. It works. So why not do it? And I think they're making a smart decision here. Um, yeah, you, you, you'd be you'd be out of your mind to to
1: pick the Bears in this game. Um, we said that we weren't sure what we were going to get from the Rams, and I'm still not sure. But what I am sure about is what we're going to get from the Bears, and it's it's not a strong showing in this season. I just know that to be a fact. So the Rams are going to win this game. This Sunday night football game sucks. Uh, it, it doesn't draw. Me in, I don't think it draws a lot of people outside of LA and Chicago in, um, which sucks. I would have, I would have made the Saints game, or the Chiefs game, the Sunday night game, not this game. Um, but there's a rhyme and a reason to everything. Maybe they wanted a soft blowout for to end the night after a, a, a day of pretty chaotic football. 14 games, it's a full slate. So um, yeah, yeah it's, the Rams are going to win this game. I, I've got the over. Rams to cover the spread I think that goes without saying seven and a half and I've got over 46 and a half solely because of Matt Stafford I think that again he's just gonna be slinging the ball and I think there's a lot of points to be had the run game's a question mark but I don't think that necessarily matters it never really has for the Rams um the past couple seasons they've had a pretty weak running game and they've still managed to have a consistently high flying offense yeah so
0: that's it that is Week one, 2021 NFL pick'em. I personally believe that I'm going 14 and 0. I know that that's you. not going <laughs> to happen.
1: <laughs> I don't think either of us will. There's always that one game that comes out of nowhere, and it's like, how the fuck did like the like well, the Gets. early
0: in the season? There's always those like six games that come out of nowhere, and you know. But I mean, I definitely took a risk in a couple of spots. You know, like the Browns probably a risky pick. Um, you know, uh, Tennessee. Not super duper confident in that pick. Just Carolina game. What the fuck? Like, what are we doing there? You know, it's just like you know, there are a couple of games where it's just like you know, you never know. But uh, that is why the movie Any Given Sunday was made, and it's factual.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that this week. I was I was lamenting to Seth the fact that I haven't won a bet in like over a month, and I simplified the betting process for him and said that, you know, the winners are out right, there. Which for him. in reality, you're betting right.
0: Yeah, your issue, like, your, the logic is a little bit flawed. Like, yes, technically. No, but but that's that's right. But, well, but here's the thing, right? Because the the whole point of odds is that it's not 50-50, right? So Brendan was explaining to me that every single pick that you can make, like, obviously, player props are a little bit different, right? Like, if you, you know, whatever, depending on what they are. Yeah. Yeah, money line or spread technically speaking it you got there's there's clearly only two options right it either hits your over or it doesn't hit your over it either hits your money line or it doesn't hit your money line so Brendan's logic there was 50 50 shot no matter what but in reality, me, if it was a 50-50 like, shot, no matter what, every team would be plus 100. No, I
1: understand that it's not, like, odds-wise, it is not, like, like a pick em every time and every game. I understand that. But I'm saying, like, the, like theoretically, when you break it down, you're either picking the right one or the wrong one. And there's two options. So you can either pick right yes. or you can pick wrong. And it seems like, as of late, everything I touch just loses. The Yankees were minus 325 yesterday against the Blue Jays and, like, got their fucking socks blown off. Like, I, it just... And, like, in a, in a spot where they should have... That was, like, a no-brainer. The Padres... Well, I mean, that's getting, your mistake, uh, right? Never take night.
0: a baseball team that's past 250 on their odds. Like, baseball is just one of those sports where whenever a team is favored by 300-plus, they just... They, they always get blown out. And also, that's a game where it's, you know, it's in-division... Toronto's fighting to try and sneak into that wild card race. Right, but
1: I'm just saying like I'm I'm just at this point, I'm at the scrapyard just looking for ways to make some money back and I can't even do hey, that. You know,
0: start start betting on uh Russian ping pong. Is that still going no, on? No, I've never it is.
1: Seth, it's twenty four seven, three six five. It's never not going on. <laughs> I watched it the other night. I was up at like 2 a.m. I couldn't sleep, and I was so bored. I just I didn't bet on it, but I just threw it on because it's middle-aged Russian guys fucking playing ping pong at 3 in the morning. It's awesome. But but you know, speaking of betting, what a 14 game NFL slate screams to me this weekend. 14 game parlay. parlay. No, I can't do 14 game. I max out at 10. So seven <laughs> game parlays, baby. We're just running seven game parlays all weekend. I fucking love it back like oh yeah so much i just love this time of year you know we're back pickem's back and listen to antonio brown he told you follow us for the best picks so we're back
0: all right i think that's it for week one of Pick 'em. thank you for sticking around and listening to us i think this one was a relatively short episode so yeah a little short it's
1: episode 86 by the way i don't think we ever said it episode 86 of the review thanks for listening
0: <laughs> yeah was, yeah, we never we never mentioned that at the beginning. I was too busy like the uh, trying to remember. Right, exactly. And it's also, it, I was trying to remember the 213 days since the last time we did a Pick'em podcast. So that was the one that was really in my brain. Completely forgot ooh, uh, completely forgot to think at all about what the episode number was. Um, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll be back soon.
1: We'll be back soon for sure. We'll, follow us on Instagram because that's where all the updates for the Pick'em are going to be going. The graphic will be out tomorrow, and then we will do an update graphic of what was right, what was wrong, where we stand heading into week two. And then we're on to week two, but uh, that's working up until next week. Let's just focus on winning this weekend.
0: So yep. you can uh, follow yeah. us on Instagram. You can subscribe to our Twitch, subscribe to our YouTube. You can follow us on TikTok. You can follow Brendan on twitter you can follow both of us on instagram technically but you know i don't i have i literally haven't posted in like a year and a half so i'm yeah, not I, super I duper entertaining
1: tbr related on my personal instagram but if you want to keep up with my everyday life like I'm, I'm not gonna stop you
0: yeah have a great week everybody hope you enjoy continuous nfl football with a one week break for the pro bowl for and next. Seth,
1: where where will we see them
0: 23 weeks we'll see you on the flip, bitty flip side everybody let's go baby i ain't
1: joking do it sound like i'm kidding i've been making like 2000 a minute so high up through the clouds i was swimming i'm probably gonna drown when i'm in it i bet she gonna get loud when i'm in it and we might have a child oh, love I'm a whole do we fuck she can't get near me only bitch i give a conversation to a series